You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Five million of our dollars are spent per year on private schooling for diplomats' children overseas. This is a revelation, apparently. Over 800,000 of that goes to kids in the States. China's getting over half a million. France gets over 300,000. The Foreign Affairs Minister didn't want to talk about this. She referred us to MFAT. MFAT didn't want to talk either. Now, these numbers come from the Taxpayers' Union. The spokesman is Oliver Bryan, who is with us. Oliver, morning to you. Morning, Mike. i got to say I like what you guys do generally, but I think you're, you're, you're stretching here. Where do you want these kids to go to school? Well, uh, the problem here is that the money's going, uh, nearly half the money's going to schools where uh, the state sector is better than it is in New Zealand, or at the very least on par by international standards. So you, you think they should go to public schools? I think they should go to state schools where possible, yeah. Right, and so I mean, if we you're don't in... have a problem if, if it's a country where, you know, it's a war zone or, exactly. or they've got worse standards, of course they're different. Okay. Difficulty is also you'd need to get decent diplomats and there's no way in the world you're parking your kids and family around the world unless it's worth your while. And so do you think most New Zealanders would agree with you that it's a, an extravagance or most New Zealanders might agree with me that this is part of being a diplomat and that's life? Well, I think most New Zealanders would agree with me that with a state school system at home in tatters and with the cost of living rising, it's a bit rich to ask uh, New Zealanders to be footing the bill for grand private schools abroad. But you're I mean, a, dipl- we're, you're we're, a we're diplomat, though. About, yeah, but we're not talking about people that aren't particularly well remunerated. We're talking about, you know, consul generals, deputy head of missions with salaries ranging from $113,000 to 280000 in some cases. So you think it's wastage? I think it's wastage. But it's been going on for years, of course. This isn't new to this government. I'm, I'm assuming it's been going on literally forever. Yeah, but now we've got the figures. I mean, it doesn't stop me uh, uh, criticising and saying that we shouldn't be no, paying. No, fair enough. Are you part of these debates, by the way, that you guys are running up and down the country in some of the regions? Uh, I'm, I'm not part of them. I, I was at the one in Napier, so I was just a general dog's body helping set up. But that's about the it. one in Napier seems to have gone well and been very successful, is my reading of it. Is that fair? Yeah, we had a pretty good turnout and pretty good uh, response online, and and, uh, the uh, candidates all enjoyed it. Fantastic. Well done. Appreciate it very much, Oliver. Oliver Bryan out of the Taxpayers' Union. Just to remind you that Napier, um, that that debate, a couple of hundred people turned out, which is always a good sign. It shows that people are interested and engaged. Uh, The poll that came out with it, 25% said they'd give their party vote to National, 20% to Labour, 12% to ACT. Greens into Party Murray got three, 23% are undecided, which is huge. The seat itself, national lead by some margin. This is Stuart Nash's seat, remember. So it's seen by many as a bellwether. But the debate, according to reportage, was civil and interesting and entertaining. Much of the talk was the usual party rhetoric. There's no question that those who attended gained a much better understanding of the personalities at play. So that's not bad, is it? For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.